Welcome back to another episode on Nure and the Two Lights podcast. I'm Asin and this is Samaya and today we're going to be talking about friends. So up until this point our past two episodes have been focused on a lot more like worship related things when it came to Islam um, but today we we really wanted to talk about something um, different something quote-unquote not so Islamic I guess um, and like I seen mentioned it's our experience with friendships over the past few years I think we both had different but very similar experiences yeah. like in essence and we've grown a lot from those experiences um, we've grown separately and we've grown together I think a lot especially in the past few years and um, I guess this episode is just really going to be focused on you know how our experiences have allowed us to grow how, how they've changed our perception of what you know we consider as friends or what qualities we're looking for in that kind of um, you know environment relationship that kind of thing um, and just how our criteria has changed like what are we looking for when we're um, making friends how do we know that this is someone that we actually want to keep our friends and how does that tie into Islam because it can in a lot of ways so I guess to start off the conversation um, I see what are your like basic most important criteria when you're looking for friends do you mean as of like right now yeah like what yeah. what makes someone like oh that person is my friend um okay that's a great question so First off, everything comes back to Islam and, like, mm-hmm. your religiosity. Mm-hmm. So I try to surround myself with people that really bring me up in, like, I suppose my religious standards, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to be surrounded with people that might not pray five times a day or for whatever reason. Everyone has their own struggles, and mm-hmm. I'm not, like, frowning upon anybody. But, like, I really try to surround myself with people that are as, just as conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um And constantly reminding me of my identity and helping me build it. You know, I don't want to be around people that bring me down in a way um, or make me feel left out or excluded. Mm -hmm. This is super cliche, but like you're the main character of your own life, your own story. You know, and so I want to surround people that really do make me feel good about myself. I don't want to be around people that um, you might be afraid to tell like your accomplishments to or things Mm -hmm. of that nature. Um, or come to when you're going through a hard patch. Yeah. Um, but I think because of my criteria, I my um, I guess what's the word um, opportunities for friends are mm-hmm. like really low. I've become more acquaintances with a lot more oh people God, than point. actual genuine yes. friends. Like if I really think about it, I have maybe four genuine friends that I actually love to spend time with Mm -hmm. because of those two main traits of making me feel good about myself. Not in a way where like, haha, I'm better than you. Not like that at all. But I mean like, we cheer each other on. And also like religiously, you know, we're always there to support each other. We do podcasts together, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And, but how has that changed? Like, I know this is, this is what you like look for now is the kind of qualities that you want in a friend now, but like, what did it used to be? Like, did it always used to be like this? Honestly, um, I grew up in a Islamic school, and I'm sure you can relate, I grew up in a Islamic school from, like, kindergarten all the way to seventh grade, mm-hmm. um, and even, like, even though I was surrounded by people that religiously we had similar beliefs, mm-hmm. or we had the same belief system, just different levels of it, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, and during those days, I really just wanted to feel included because there was I was always I always felt excluded for whatever reason whether it was because of like my my size or maybe where my family came from because I grew up with a lot of like 
uh, other ethnicities and mm-hmm. I didn't really come from the same cultural background as other people so from first to seventh grade it was really just trying to fit in um, to people that might make me feel quote-unquote cool mm-hmm. and then when I got into eighth grade all the way to sophomore year of high school I will say that my criteria I didn't even have one at that point it was just like if you're funny you have a decent personality and you have like decent beliefs you know yeah. I'll be your quote-unquote friend I mean, I genuinely thought these people were my friends, right? Yeah. But then it took me sophomore year, I think was my year of, like, realization. For a lot that, of things. Yeah, for a <laughs> lot of things. But one of them being, not everyone has to be your friend. You can right. be nice to people. And, like, I use the word acquaintances. Almost everyone is an acquaintance to me now. Yeah. Like, genuinely. No, yeah, and you bring up a point. I had um, my fourth grade teacher, she told us, because we had a lot of drama in my fourth grade class, me and all the other girls, um, but she told us, she sat us all down one time and she was like, listen, you don't have to be friends with everyone, but you do have to be friendly. And I think that when you mentioned that, like, yeah, like, be nice to those people, but it's not like you have to build, like, a real connection with them. Yeah. Um, for me, I also was at Islamic school for a while. Um, me and Essie, we went to two separate Islamic schools, but um, I think our experiences are very similar in the fact that, like, for me, especially in middle school, I think was when I started to realize a lot of things about friends. Um, and the main one was just that if people don't value you or they don't make you feel good about yourself or they just don't really help you grow in any sort of way, then they're not really your friends. And you don't have to do everything in your power to be a part of that. Um, I think the hardest thing for me was just the fact that from kindergarten all the way until like seventh grade when I left Islamic school, I was surrounded by the same people, the same class of people year on year on year on year. You know, it was just the same people because it's a small Islamic school, right? Um, And so it's really hard to branch out. It's really hard to like make other friends at that school because you're just surrounded by the exact same people every single year. Um, And so, naturally, I think you want to be a part of that because you want to be a part of something. You don't want to be a loner at school or any, like, no one wants to feel lonely in general. Um, So, for me, it was just, I don't necessarily think I even had a criteria. It was just more of, like, like, I just want to be a part of this because this is all I really know right now. And it's, I mean, you go to school every single day. Like, if you know, like, it takes over, it takes over a really large portion of your life. And so, if you're not, like, happy, if you're not surrounded by friends, like, it's kind of, like, it really hurts the experience a lot um so I think for me it was mostly just trying to fit into something that now I realize and I'm very thankful that I don't fit into at all like I (laughs) I don't want to be a part of that eye opener right um yeah I think it's just so crazy because um I at one point I really convinced myself that I don't really need friends it was more of like family is fine and family is like of course family is great but it's not your only you do need friends you know and even like Asin mentioned even if it is just a few people like quality over quantity and that really does apply to friends too yeah um my criteria for now like friends is very similar to Asin's um people that you know Annie just help you grow in all the ways that count you know help you grow religiously are able to correct you when you're wrong are able to have that like open communication with you that's a huge thing for me um, people that you feel comfortable being yourself around. I think that's a huge one. Like just That's to, definitely important. Yeah, no, yeah. because it's like honestly until like I see like I didn't really know how that felt, you know, to be I able to agree. really be comfortable around somebody yeah. else. Yeah. We were each other's first real friends, I think. Yeah. Like legit ones. <laughs> For 
first love. First love. Um, Platonic. Platonic love. Well, but that brings a really good point that, like, love isn't just, like, you know, like, romantic partners oh, or yeah. whatever, like, you oh, know, yeah. one day. But, you know, love comes in, like, even the purest forms in friendships. Oh, 100%. Um, and I think that's something we can touch on later in this podcast episode because I think I have a lot to say about that but you were talking about like not wanting to feel lonely and I find that really interesting because at the time when I felt like I had so many friends and I had like so many people on my snapchat and I was just like so cool guys (laughs) um I felt the loneliest I felt like okay sure I know all these people but then I I moved away at one point Mm -hmm. and so I go and visit them and it just feels like I'm excluded from everything. Right. Like, oh yeah, sure, you know, we buy each other little gifts, we have our little Eid exchanges, but I still felt like you were just I was an watching. Outsider. Exactly. Yeah. I was an outsider. I was looking through like a window almost <clears throat> and like hearing about all these little secrets that I just didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Um or they want to know things about you that, you know, because they feel obliged to because like, oh, we're your friends, but yeah. you don't treat me that way in the first right. place. So why would I go and tell you certain yeah. things? Oh, 100%. You know? I think um Asin brought up a, a really good point of when you are, like, even in that environment, you can feel still super, like, yeah. not there. You know, like, you're there, but you're not really there. And when you were talking about having, like, all those secrets in the friend group and stuff like that, I feel like, like, it's it's almost so petty, but it's not. Because at the in the moment, it's, like, it really does mean everything to you, especially when you're, like, younger middle school age like when people have when people that you consider your friends have secrets from you or they like go out together and they don't invite you or just all those things that seem so petty now in the moment it's like you have to realize that it really wasn't like because that was like the biggest issue we had on our minds back then it's it's because it affects you on a different level and you know because of what you consider friendships at the time and it changes of course um but at the time that is something that's like oh why aren't you letting me in on the things that like mean a lot to you like why aren't you telling me the little secrets like why don't i know that like why don't i know that that this is the guy that you like like (laughs) like, you know just all those like yeah yeah just all those things that are kind of like okay like i think i just realized over the years that um if people aren't putting effort into you or if you're the one that has to put in the effort all the time it's not really like an ideal situation like you don't really want to put yourself in that situation i think both parties have to be i feel like my efforts have to be equally reciprocated oh a hundred percent yeah and that's not to say that you can't do more sometimes for people of course you can because i mean that's when you're at that position and you love that person like a hundred percent go for it you know yeah um but you have to feel like you are being also like your your needs as a friend is also being taken care of you know that's a really big point it's like i would do so much for people sometimes and it just felt like i was it's not necessarily that i'm doing things to get thank yous and oh gifts in return no it's my genuine way to show you that i care about you um but over the years i've realized if i'm always going to be the first one to text if i'm always going to be the first one to like check in and Mm -hmm. message you or to throw to invite you to my house you know do you really care enough right you know especially if i know like things are happening that I don't know, that, that I supposedly don't know about, but I found out yeah. one way or another, like, um, it hurts, especially when you're in middle school and you're still trying to figure yourself out. Like, you were saying that that's the biggest issue on our minds. It's because it is. You know, we're still, we still have no idea who we are, mm-hmm. I think. And, I mean, honestly, I'm still figuring that out. Of course. But I've definitely, I think I've solidified that for the most part. It's just, 
like you were saying, it's not that you do things so people can praise yeah. you or thank you or for showing off purposes. No, it's more of, you know, you're doing things because this is the way that, again, like you show that you care about this person and it would be really nice to know that you care back, you know? Yeah. So it's not that, oh, I'm going to gift somebody something and I need them to gift me back. It's just... It's just that I need to know that, like, you appreciate my efforts, that you understand, yeah. that you see me, that you, like, that you care. The bottom line is that you care. And I think, and it's it's so beautiful when you find the people that do really care about you, people that, yeah. like, notice the smallest things about you, pick up the smallest things that you do, um, just, like, really get to know, like, your little habits, the things that you like and you don't like. Like, it's so nice to, like... You know? It's like, wow, you really pay attention to those things. Yeah, like, Isid will eat a tomato, and I'm like, you're allergic to those. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll pick up the wrong kind of oven mitts. Like, here, you like these instead. Yeah, yeah. no, like, And seriously. those are the sweetest things to me. And honestly, we talked about our criteria and how it's changed, but now I want to shift more to, like you said, like, true friends. Mm. Um, and we were talking about showing affection towards our friends in the past, I suppose. But now... Um, with your true friendships, I'm just going to call it that, just so mm -hmm. we can have, like, a distinction. Um, how do you show, I suppose, like, affection and love towards that person? And are all those are all those acts always known? Does that make any sense? Oh, like, are they known to the friend? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I think my biggest... Well, I have a lot. Um, <laughs> I really like to make sure that all of my friends, or even if they're not my friends, just anyone in general knows that I'm always there for them if yeah. they need like anyone to like talk to or rant to, anything like that. Um, I really like to listen to people when they talk about things and try to help in any way that I can. She's a good listener, um, guys. Yay! <laughs> um, I think even picking up on things that you'll notice certain people doing um, and then like... If it's like something that you know maybe has like an underlying sort of cause that we need to kind of talk about like someone's going through something you notice it you know I feel like that's a really really um great way to show affection to someone is like hey I noticed that like this is kind of going on like how can I help or um but I think right now my biggest thing is um I like to write cards for people a it's lot. the cutest thing guys um, it's and cute. I love to bake for people <laughs> like that's I don't know I I feel like it's such a random thing but when people are like sad or something is going on or even if they're like happy you know something good happened i really like to just like bake something that i know that they'll love um so yeah food is a really great way for me food is the way to the I heart bake for you i really really love you like <laughs> genuinely i haven't um, gotten anything in a while so my, oh my, my cookies out <laughs> that's true no, i actually really need to make you no, something i'm kidding i'm kidding um and then also just like I think, okay, people always think that it has to be, like, these, like, grand gestures of love yeah. and affection, but genuinely, it's, like, even if when someone's talking to me, like, you just, like, show that you're fully there, like, attention-wise, you're yeah. just, like, fully there, you're listening to, even if it's not about anything serious, it's just that we're having a conversation, um, or going out with that person, like, just having yeah. fun with that person, doing things that, you know, compromising, like, okay, I know that you don't really like to do this, so we'll do this instead, or yeah. you don't necessarily like this type of movie, so we'll watch this type of movie instead, um, and then just like treating each other, gifting each other out of the blue. Like, yeah, like out of nowhere. Just like nowhere. we're at the park and we're like, oh my god, what is I this? this <laughs> no, I get that a lot. I think for me, I don't bake, okay? And like I like writing cards like once every year. Mm -hmm. um, just because that's not my way of showing love, yeah. but I appreciate it and I love it when I receive those mm -hmm. things. But for me, like you said, it's the small things. Yeah. I, pay I try my hardest to pay attention to the little 
nitpicky things that sometimes you people might not like mm-hmm. um and i try to avoid it you know i try to put everyone in situations that they're comfortable in because you yeah. know i care about you and i want you to feel happy when you're around me you comfortable. know comfortable and like you said having you were talking about listening mm-hmm. for me you know what you're a true friend to me when we have deep conversations just out of nowhere oh God, you're yeah. just sitting there and you're just like you'll talk for hours and hours about something really really like close to your heart mm-hmm. and like I know this is not, I suppose, like, showing gratitude towards that person, but when I open up to you like that, it means I really love you because, you know, it's not easy to open up to people after so many years of not knowing what a true friend is, I suppose. getting betrayed. Yeah, betrayal, you know, trust issues, those things happen. Um, But we all grow from those things, you know? Yeah, 100%. And lastly, okay, this kind of relates back to the last episode, but making du'at for people that you love. Oh, yeah. You know, I actually have, I've had this quote on my phone. For the longest time. Oh, that's such a good one. Hold on, I'm going to find it. Um, sure. If you love someone, pray for them. Pray for their peace. Pray for their growth. Pray for their ha- their success. Pray for their happiness. Yeah. And I've had that on my phone since I've got an iPhone. So that's been a really <laughs> long time, guys. And it just sits there, and it's a really nice reminder, especially in moments where I feel like, okay, I haven't seen X, Y, and Z in a really mm-hmm. long time. I'm going to go and make du'at for you. I'm going to yeah. go and pray for you because... In the end, I feel like it soothes my heart because, A, I'm getting closer to God, which is great. And then, B, I feel like, say my friend is going through a rough patch, and I might not even know about it, but Mm -hmm. I can tell from the little things, like we said. Just, I feel like I'm comforting you without you even knowing, I No, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful, and that's something that I think that's like, if someone makes it out for you, that's 100%, like... It is really a beautiful thing because, you know, now it's like, and we talked about this last time, but it's like, I wonder how many things I've been saved from or I've been able to heal from or grow from or get better at because someone else, yeah, yeah, because someone else made job for me. But no, that's definitely something that did not come to me immediately. But That's my form of baking, guys. That's that's her form of baking. (laughs) I've recently been getting into it, though, so like, you know, I can make some stuffed dates. (laughs) It's banana bread. (laughs) They are good. Um, I wanted to talk about... So kind of similar, but just like gearing it in a different direction, trust, because I feel Ooh, like that's a big one. trust is it. And, and I know, like I was saying before, you know, our criteria of friendships have changed or before it was kind of just like, how can I have a good time with these people? Um, and that, I guess it evolves into like your own version of trust or what you know it to be at the time. But we've also kind of talked about how that's blowing up in our faces sometimes. I think it's or, happened too. Just the majority no, of to us. the majority of us. So like trust, how do you how do you how do you know that you trust somebody? That's a very like, good how one. do you like look at someone and you feel like, okay, you know what, I can trust that person. Okay. Does it take forever? Like do you think it has to take years to come around or is it something that you can kind of like see in a person almost? That's really interesting. Um okay. Hold on, I was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> deep, um, deep conversation. I know, right? <laughs> deep conversation's not the personal part of it. Yeah, I don't think trust has to take years to develop. I recently had um, another true friend enter mm-hmm. my life, I suppose, like last November. So it's been nearly a year. Oh. But I can tell you, I trust... Sorry, one year... friend anniversary, guys! <laughs> um, When's our friend anniversary? <laughs> before I was born. In the womb. Yeah, does that count? <laughs> no, but seriously, I have grown to trust this person immensely not to the extent with certain situations like with my other people that I might have known for way way longer Mm -hmm. but in certain things I've just learned to trust this person I know this person isn't going to go and like say repeat what I've told them or you know um 
But I really think it's like because of her akhlaq, her personality, her mannerisms, where she very open-hearted, very kind, caring. And she makes you comfortable. And she makes you comfortable, exactly. Yeah. I think that's a really big thing when it comes to trust, is being, always feeling you're comfortable around that person. Mm-hmm. Like, is always like, not a damper, mm-hmm. you know? And they come with you to you with their problems as well. It's not mm-hmm. a one-way thing, you know what I mean? Right, and I was going to ask you, I was like, do you think that trust has to be, like, equivalent on both sides like do you think that like if someone wasn't trusting you with something like would you trust them with something i guess no i agree like you have to it has to be 50 50 okay you know i can't go and give all of my secrets and all of my hardships to a person and if they're not giving yeah and i'm not receiving similar information because a i don't feel like i can relate um to to you so i'm not going to want to open up to you you because i'm going to feel like a burden almost but also like i'm just like what if you know, they might not trust me with their secrets, so what if Why they're going to go... Them? Exactly. Okay, that's a really that's interesting That's a really point. big one for me. Wow. Um, and even, like, certain topics, I suppose, if I feel like someone can trust me, or not even trust me, just feel comfortable enough around me to open up about a certain topic, mm-hmm. then I'll proceed to open up about the, a similar situation, I suppose. Okay. But, like, if it's... I don't know if you just keep something more guarded that's fine you know that means either a you're working through something mm-hmm. or you know you're just going through a rough patch or you're really excited to tell me something but you want to wait until i don't know if final resort happens or i don't know whatever yeah. right i'm also gonna almost not not mirror the same effects because but i don't know why someone might be keeping something from me so i don't want to go and like bombard you almost okay. i don't know if that's like that might be trust issues, honestly. That, yeah, just a little, just a tad. We're going to cut that one out. But, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, trust has to be 50-50. Okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. I, um, I think that trust is probably one of the biggest things that you have to have in, like, any relationship with anybody, whether yeah. it's your parents, your friends, like, anyone. Um, but it, it's, and because of that, it's also the hardest to acquire mm-hmm. for somebody. Like Asin mentioned, there are certain people that um, just kind of come into your life and you, like, you warm up to them very quickly, so you're able to trust them very quickly. Um, You know, there's people that I've known my entire life that I would not trust with anything. (laughs) Not because I don't necessarily trust them, but because I don't even want them to know those things about me. It's like none of your business. Right. And I think that brings me to another point where it's like, everyone, no matter how, and and, and this is something else, like, I I always thought when I was, you know, younger in middle school that when you have, like, a quote-unquote best friend, like, they, you have to tell them every single thing. Like, you know, like, everything, like, I'm going to know everything about this person. They're going to know everything about me. Like, they'll always tell me. And now I understand that, like, all of us, we have things that we keep to ourselves. And that's just something that I think every human being has the right to do. Yeah. Like, you don't just what you know about a person or if you know, like, the deepest, darkest secrets, that doesn't make you the their best friend like yeah. you don't have to give that to somebody um i think every single person deserves to keep to, to have those things that yeah. they keep to themselves either because they just i mean it's just their personal business yeah um, just something that you again want to keep to yourself or it's because you're still working through it um because you're just i don't know it's just not the right time to tell you know it's just like you don't your friendship status is not really determined by the way that you open up in a way like that's how i that's how i think i don't okay. think that it's something that is kind of like the determining factor. It's not like it's contingent. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I agree. I think it definitely makes you more comfortable when someone, when you know that someone can come to you and then it makes you more comfortable to be like, okay, I can go to that person. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, trust, again, because it's almost kind of like the foundation of relationships, I think it's also the hardest to come by. Um, but for sure, there's people, again, like I said, I've known my whole life, I wouldn't really trust with anything. And then there's people that I just met one, two, three years ago that I'm like, you know what? Like, I really do trust you with everything yeah. that I have. And no, I, I think agree. that now my judgment of trust is is pretty pretty accurate. So That's good um, to know. Yeah. No, but you were saying something about, like, everyone has those things that they keep to themselves and like just because you're best friends with someone that doesn't mean they need to know and i think that also plays into trust almost like you trust someone to know they know that you have something that you're whether you're hiding or you don't feel comfortable talking about you're but they're going tr- through something yeah you're going you're trying through to figure something. out i feel like that's yeah. a big thing i think that's the point i think i think for me sometimes it's like i can't even talk to anyone about it because i don't really know what's going on I don't know what's going on, or it's it's something that I'm trying to work through, and I yeah. it's just like it's really hard to talk to people about something when you're going through it, you know. No, I get that. See, I'm the opposite. I have to talk through things, most things. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll probably go and say. Yeah. But like that's a really big point about trust and true friendships. I suppose is that you know people's the way people behave when they're going through something or working something out. So if anything's like builds a bond close, like, hey, I know that you're not comfortable talking about whatever you're feeling right now, and that's fine. But I know that if you ever need my help, I'm always here for you. Yeah. And that's a really big, I suppose, that's a point that can go back to trust. And I think also it's like when it when we were talking about, you know, knowing the little things about a person, um, it, like Asid was saying, it's like, you know, I know something is going on, but I'm not going to push you about it because if you're – if you're not ready to talk about it yet, then I don't necessarily need to intervene almost. Like, yeah. I know that, like, for example, with Asil, um, I can almost always tell when there is something going on, yeah, but I don't, I don't really ever bug her about it because I know that Asil is very interesting in the way that she will not <laughs> talk about anything and then she'll just, like, we'll just be randomly doing something and then it'll just, like, all comes out. So yeah. it's like I know her well enough to be like if I push her it's not really going to go anywhere. She's just yeah. going to sit there and tell me she doesn't know anything. And then eventually like, on her own she'll be able to open up. And I think that's yeah. something that you have like you should have with a friend. It's like I know that I'm just I'm just going to give you your space and when you're ready you'll tell me. I'm not pushing yeah. for it, you know. I think that's something that I've grown about because it's like before I was always like pushing people to tell me because it's like I was so left out almost. Like, tell um, me, I want to know, let me Just in. so I can, like, be a part of yeah. something. And now it's just, it's like, you know what, like, when you're ready, you'll come to me. Yeah. And that's it. And I'll, I'm here, you know? See, I think that, like, when I notice that there's something going wrong with, like, one of my friends, or, like, with you, for example, mm-hmm. right? I don't push you to tell me what's going on, but I'll go out of my way to make sure that, like, you know, let's go on a walk. Let's go for a drive. Let's do yeah. X, Y, and Z. Because, you know, once you're comfortable and you warm up, you know, I'll ask you, hey, are you okay? And if you say, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm going to leave you with your yeah, yeah, even if I know it's not true. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, but, um, but I know that if you are ready to tell me, you're going to tell me, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to push you, you know? Yeah. I think there is just a lot of things. It's a mutual understanding. It is. Trust is mutual. No, it, and I think it really has to be. I think it really yeah. has to be. I think I think a red flag, like, if someone's listening to this right now and you feel like you don't necessarily trust a person, don't feel like you owe them anything in yeah. any way. Um, because that just doesn't really ever... It doesn't, it doesn't lead to anything beneficial, I think, in the end. If you feel like you're just being pressured to talk about something that you're not ready to talk about... Um, so yeah. With that being said, though, what do you feel like are things that are red flags in a person? Maybe in someone a person that you or a friendship. So in a friendship, people, someone that you know, you, maybe you just met and you're like, okay, that's definitely not gonna work out between me and you because X, Y, and Z. Or even in a friend that you currently have, that's not like 
the, like if this person starts doing this or that I don't know like what yeah. do you feel like are just like I can't really okay that's a good one um red flags in a person or even like a new friendship I suppose because I think that at this point if I consider you like long-term friends there's probably not any red flags and if there not are anything that needs to 100% like that that completely turns you away because like yeah. you have flaws obviously yeah. um okay red flags and people I would say a say you're a Muslim and like you claim to be religious but then it's time for awesome and you don't go and pray mm-hmm. I'd be like and, and you you have the ability to pray and I know you can pray I'd be like okay that's your problem that's your prerogative i suppose but your friends are a mirror of you right and i expect at least bare minimum when it comes to religiosity because this is a religious podcast but even if you're not discussing that um being fake i just think i can tell snakes right away i'm sorry oh my god i really can yeah i i found that i can't be fake anymore yeah not that i was ever fake (laughs) in a bad way Oh like, my goodness, exposure. No, no, but genuinely, it's like, if I don't like a person, like, I'm sorry, but you're gonna see it on my face. Yeah. Like, I'll be nice to you, but I just can't. I'm not gonna be my myself around you. You can definitely tell that there will be a wall, a barrier. Like, I'm not almost. giving... Because you don't deserve yeah. it. You don't deserve me. I don't want to be comfortable just, around you because yeah. I can see the way you treat other people. Mm. If you're a bully, or you laugh about people behind their back, or I just feel like, oh, your dress is so pretty. No. If you don't like my dress, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Like, so what do you think about being friends with people who maybe are not the nicest to others, but they're nice to you? That's a no. Yeah. Like, okay, I get if one thing you're not comfortable around other people for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but everyone is human and you have the right to respect them for that. Yes. You can't be like a jerk to just somebody because, just yeah. because, you know, you might be jealous of them or, you know, they have like different life goals than you. Yeah. Like that's just a no. Yeah. That's a big no. I agree. I yeah. agree. I agree with, I mean, for sure it's that, like, for, I get kind of, I, I don't really like to be around people who um, don't really have that same level of religiosity or yeah. people who push you to do things that aren't you necessarily, uh, like, good, you know, things, I don't know, just pushing oh. you to become even almost, like, not as Islamic yeah. or people that are like, oh my god, you pray? Wow, look at what? you! Like, <laughs> that's me. in your middle, yeah. excuse me. Um, oh, also, like, the thing for me. pushing you, like, you, they act one way in front of adults or something, and then behind the doors, when they think that they're comfortable around you, they can do whatever you want. Say they, like, the go and vape, mm. or they might be too comfortable around, like, uh, haram relationships, I suppose, mm. to say the least. Like, yeah. That's a no. You can't be two-faced. Because no. if you act one way in front of, like, elders or peer or other people um, that you want to respect you, I suppose, and then behind the closed doors when I see you, you act completely different and you're doing things that you should not be doing, I don't want to be surrounded by that. Because right. then I feel like, A, I'm almost holding a burden, your burden, right. if that makes any sense. Yeah. And be, like, I don't want, I don't want to be influenced by be, that. Right, and that's that's the biggest thing. You're, the people that you surround yourself by, they genuinely influence you. I think a lot of people are like, no, but I would never. Like, you know, it's just like, I'm just friends with them. But the thing is, um, the more you hang out with people, they start to affect you. They really do, and that's just, that's just how it is. Like, there's kind of no way to protect yourself from that, except for being around people that are actually, you know, what you want in a person. Um, but for sure, like, if, if people are not... Um, doing something that you're okay with then you shouldn't be around them in the first place now it's not to say that people don't make mistakes we all do and some mistakes last longer than others some mistakes are more severe than others um but i think it's really important to know that 
you you can walk away at any moment and and one thing i want to say because i feel like people always think that cutting someone out of your life has to be something like toxic it really doesn't but it isn't like for like i have so many, and i always see this too experiences where it's like i've stepped away from people not because some huge argument or falling yeah. out happened it was just because i grew and these people grew and we grew separately and now we just don't click it's not the same yeah. it's not the same and i wouldn't want it to be the same you know and so it's okay to just grow apart from people it's okay to step back for your own well-being but also just know that when you see these people it's not like there has to be some sort of like tension exactly and like, it's okay like you can be nice then you can be friendly with them you can go out with them you know every once yeah. in a while they invite you it's fine it doesn't have to be some dramatic thing that happened and now you hate like, this person. I can person never talk like, to you again. You've been right. shunned. No, it's like, just stepping away from yeah. your own good. My dad, he would tell me when I was younger, don't ever fully like cut off a water source. Don't ever fully like cut bridges between people. Mm. You know, like that was the way he said it at mm-hmm. least. But to me, that really stuck with me. Like there are people that I don't I don't consider friends anymore, mm-hmm. but they're still on my Instagram. They're right. still on my social media. I don't necessarily talk to them, but like you, you know, I'll still tell you happy birthday. Yeah, I'll still you know check in every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I think you just never know yeah. how we you know we said that friends can influence you, but you also can and influence you should, people. You should be influencing people in the yeah. best way possible too. So you never know like someone might come back and you know want to be closer to you and maybe now you guys are actually more compatible that way or you know maybe you've done something or you've had an impact on somebody's life and they grew and they realized that you know they realized that oh actually like we shouldn't have been leaving this person out you know like I I actually like she was a really good person and she helped change my life in this way she helped me through this I think so yeah Yeah. I don't think there ever needs to be a complete yeah cut off unless obviously there needs to be and then that's a different story I mean if, if there is stuff going on that's not okay and that's like really ruining your mental health or anything like you need to step away completely then yeah yeah we're not (laughs) condoning abuse guys no but you this okay this kind of ties into like the islamic stuff i guess but a lot of the sahaba before really hated the prophet like did ibn khattab tried to like kill kill him him? yeah you know but now then then they became like the closest of friends and the prophet said he was always so easy to forgive them yeah you know, he was very merciful towards them. And mm-hmm. any time they came to him with, you know, I want to become Muslim, he never, like, doubted, oh, do you really want to become Muslim? Like, you just tried to kill me. Like, what? no, it was... You have a sword in your hand still. Like, welcome with open yeah. arms. And so I think even if you have those people that you have kind of stepped away from, um, if they need something from me, I know for sure, like, I would I'll always help you be out. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I'm like, oh, but you, like, did X, Y, and Z on, like, this day. And, like, <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. just, you know, you grow past it. I think that's the thing. It's, like, it's so nice to just, like, move on from the situation. But you made a really but... good point about forgiveness. And I think that's a thing, like, when we're talking about moving on from people that might not be as beneficial in our lives, mm-hmm. forgiveness is a really, like, whatever they did to you, like, I mean, unless they, like, physically abused you or something, you have every right to, like, still be upset. But, like, no, say it was... But forgiveness is still possible yeah. if you're upset. I think forgiveness is always, I mean, Allah SWT loves those who forgive because he's the, he's the most forgiving, you right. know? And- and, and like was, uh, someone can spend their entire life sinning. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're getting really religious over here. But like someone can spend their whole entire life sinning, and and then they decide five days before they pass away that you know they want to be Muslim, they want to believe in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allah is going to forgive them, inshallah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think that's a really big thing that people need to have in their hearts in order to soften it almost. Yeah, and I think that for sure it's, um, you know, I was reading something and it was like, 
how can you expect Allah to forgive you if you don't forgive people? Yeah. I mean, we do so many things wrong in the eyes of Allah. Like, we, us humans, we are not, we don't do things that always is Allah. Like, we <laughs> yeah. don't. We, we slip up. Sometimes we slip up more than others or yeah. harder than others. It doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, if you come back to Allah and you're sincere, He does forgive you. Um, and so, how are you going to hold a grudge for something that maybe might have been so minor? You know, it affected you a lot, but it was... In the eyes of, you know, in the big picture, it's kind of just like, just forgive. I, I don't really... I don't just really, forgive, guys. I, <laughs> just quote of the day. Just I forgive. I don't really believe in, like, forgive and forget. No. Because I think if you forget, yeah. you're more prone to falling into the same trap again. Yeah. But I do believe that you should always forgive people. Forgive and move on. Forgive and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, on the day, you don't want to be that person on the day of judgment that someone still has a grudge against. Yeah. You know? Because that won't be very good for you, to say no. the least, you know? You know, I think every night before you go to bed, there was a, wasn't yeah. there, like, a Sahabi that just, like, yeah, and he like, was, like, forgave everyone? Yeah, like, he was, to sum it up, from what I understand from this story, I actually, I'm going to tell you, that's a really good point. Yeah. Okay, I learned this back in, like, sixth grade, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's also when I was going through, like, rough patches with actually having friends and getting mm. to know new people and all of these things. But my Islamic studies teacher was telling me about, about the Sahabi who um, was kind of observed almost. And he was just, he was regular. You know, he prayed five times a day. You know, he did his sunnah. He fasted. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do something above and beyond to be guaranteed jannah. Right. Everyone so, was confused. Like, why is, why exactly, is this man like... Guaranteed jannah. Mm-hmm. And in the end, they realized that it was because every night before he went to sleep, he cleansed his heart. He was like, you know, Ya Allah, I forgive everyone that um, I may have had a grudge against today. Ya Allah, for- allow everyone to forgive me who I may have like harmed or whatever, yeah. to sum it up. And I have kept that with me oh, yeah. since sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Before I go, to- it's like a ritual, guys. Like, after I yeah. Aisha, Sunnah, whatever, I will sit there and I'm like, I'm not going to sleep mad at anybody. I don't yeah. like to leave a place mad at people and like, and you know, Ya Allah, if someone has something against me tonight before I go to bed, um, you know, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, obviously, it's deeper than that, but yeah. like to sum it up, and you wake up the next morning feeling so refreshed. You don't you have that burden in your you heart. You feel better almost. when you forgive people, and yeah. I think also a huge thing with friends is like treat people the way you want to be treated. Like, genuinely, yeah. if you. I think you have to put yourself in other people's shoes. When it yeah. comes to making mistakes or hurting somebody, um, we all do that. We all have our we all have our moments. But if you know, if you you know deep down at the bottom of your heart, like if I was the one who who slipped up, who said something I shouldn't have said, who did something I shouldn't um, have done, I would really want that person to forgive me. So yeah. if this person is hurting me now, I have to know that you know what, like I can forgive them. And that's something that you know when I've gone into these like little arguments with somebody or whatnot, I think it's so important to to just forgive them. You you still have the right to be upset. Yeah, or angry at the situation, but forgive the person. Yeah. You know, realize that it's it's a human. You know, we all is make a human. mistakes. We all make mistakes. Yeah, and um, and something I want to touch on too, just in regards to friendship, is like, I think you really have to think about you know if people are hurting you or they're making you feel left out or less yeah. than or they're just not like I see put it benefiting your life. You really have to figure out okay, is this friendship worth it? Because I've had moments, you know, in the past, like, 10 years of my life, especially in middle school, where it's like, people are doing things to me, they're hurting me. This friendship really isn't worth it, so... It's not worth all the pain. It's not, it's not worth it, and it's not benefiting me, it's not doing anything for me, so I, I, I can step away. Yeah. Right? And then, if it's something with, you know, someone that I am very close to, 
yes, those slip-ups happen, that thing did hurt, but the friendship is worth it. So it's like, yeah. we can talk about this and move past it. So I think that's a, that's a really good point that I was talking to one of my younger friends about. I was like, you just have to figure out, like, is the friendship worth it? And if yeah. so, you know, the, yeah, forgive, yeah. forgive regardless, and then work through it. Communication yeah. is key. Communication <laughs> is key. Honestly, once you've developed communication with your close friends, your tr- your true friends, um, you'll see a dramatic difference in oh, the way absolutely. you guys treat each other almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were talking about just like stepping into other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that, that made a really good point. You don't know what people are going through. Okay. You don't know why they're acting the way they're acting. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe their parents are having a divorce or, you know, they might be going through something mentally or, you know, always check in before you just like jump to the worst assumptions about a person. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really big thing. Like if you really want to make friends, don't assume things about people because oh, yeah. you really don't know. Like Samaya, I've known you my entire life. Okay. Since before I was born. Heck. Since before we were and we've, we've gotten close over the years, but I can't read your mind. Right. You know, and vice versa. You can't read my mind. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to go and assume something about you, mm-hmm. even though I might know you really well and I might be darn close. Yeah. I'm still not going to um, impose that assumption on you. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to make friends and you really want to keep friends without, you know, having a dramatic ending, yeah. <laughs> a dramatic betrayal, don't assume things. Don't assume things. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And, and also realize that not even just with your friends, with anybody, just realize that... Um, people are on different journeys and they're on different paths and just because you know maybe let's say someone started off as a really great friend and now they're doing things that are just there it it goes against your beliefs maybe a little bit maybe someone stepped into something a little bit haram that you're not necessarily fond of you know you don't really support that i think um you really just have to realize from a friend perspective from an outward perspective uh advise as much as you can but at the end of the day, it is up to the person, and it is between that person and God, right? Yeah. And so don't, like Asita was saying, don't assume things that people, people's mistakes don't make them who they are. I think that's a really big point. It's like uh, someone can slip up, but it's not, it doesn't determine who they are as a person. Yeah. Um, so I know, like, you know, we were talking about how we kind of get pushed away from people who we don't really agree with things that they're doing, but it's really important to make sure, especially if you're already close to that person, that you know, I don't approve of what you're doing, but yeah. I'm here for you if you ever need it. Like, I'm yeah. not going to judge you. I think you have to realize that situations, especially when you fall into things that aren't necessarily the best things to do, they're really hard to get out of. And so it's like, just give people the benefit of the doubt, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's what God does. So yeah. like, <laughs> so like, who are you not to do that? Yeah, you don't who have any place to just that. to judge somebody out of nowhere. You don't to jump know. To conclusions. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through and how much they may have tried or repented for something. Right. And they just like keep repeating. You know, always be there. Like, hey, I'm still going to be there for you. I don't agree with you. And you make right. that very apparent. Right. You know, because like if you if you say you agree with something that's against your beliefs, you're a hypocrite almost. Mm. And if you stay silent, it's also kind of like hypocrisy, like agreeing. In yeah. A way, or supporting in a way. Yeah. Um, but you know, just like, I'm always going to be here for you, you know? And if you need help going through whatever you're going through, I'm, I'm here. So we talked kind of about a lot of things and we went off topic a little, not really off topic, just like on little different tangents. Um, but to sum it all up, like, we know that it's difficult to make friends, especially in this day and age when a lot of things are based on, like, the material or the friends that they're just not really necessarily bringing you the value that you need. They're not helping you in any way. But 
um, there are people out there. And I think my biggest thing is, like, I felt so hopeless for a long time that I was like, I'm just never going to have, like, that friend group. I'm never going to have um, the friendships that I want. I'm never going to be included in that way. But um, Essene has a quote, and I, it's okay. literally perfect for this. So just, I, there are people out there. Like, there is, you'll find your person. In a non-romantic way. But, like, you'll, you'll find your person, you'll find yeah. your people, um, and it'll really be beautiful when, when it happens. I can speak from experience on that one. <laughs> like, for real. But this quote, okay, it's from Yasmin Mugahed's uh, Reclaim Your Heart book. I think this is probably my favorite book, and I'm not going to describe it as beautiful, <laughs> but it's very well written, to say it's the beautiful. least. It is beautiful, but, like, I'm not I any other adjective. <laughs> but, okay. So this is in the love section, um, page 68, page 69. It's really talking about like two different types of love. And so the first one she says on page 68, there will be some people you love because of what you get from them, what they give you, the way they make you feel. This is perhaps the majority of love, which is also what makes much of love so unstable. So, and then she goes on to say, so if you're chasing a feeling, you'll always be chasing. No feeling is ever constant. If love is dependent on this, it too becomes inconsistent and changing. So this is essentially the first type of love. Um, but once in a while, people enter your life that you love, not for what they give you, but for what they are. The beauty you see in them is a reflection of the creator, so you love them. Now suddenly, it isn't about what you're getting, but what rather what you can give. This is unselfish, unselfish love. This is the second type of love, um, and it's the rarest. Um, and then she says, And if it is based in and not competing with the love of God, it will also bring about the most joy. To love in any other way is to need, to be dependent, to have expectations, all the ingredients for misery and disappointment. And like, there's more to this, but I'm not going to read the whole page, obviously, but that That's sums deep. up our entire thing you know it's not even just with friendships i mean that is you want to see people who are the reflection of the creator obviously you can never be like a love like, you know, that's never something that you should look yeah. for in a person but people who remind you of him you know people Constantly. who yeah that's what you should look for in every relationship that you yeah. have in your life friends future spouses one day <laughs> um anything you know it's that's and that's the kind of person that you want yeah. to strive to be so that you can be that reflection for other people yeah um, so if you're oh are you gonna say anything else? no okay so if you're ever struggling with just like i don't know if this is a true friend i don't know if i still want to be friends with this person really take time to think about th this quote mm -hmm. um like do they fall into the category of like constantly chasing and constant like their love is dependent on how they make you feel right. or is it more of like how we were talking about akhlaq and mannerisms and personality and their religiosity mm -hmm. um is it based in that instead um and personally i think that in the end um that if you love this is also from her book that if you love what he loves and not love what he does not love and when you do love you will give to the creation not for what you can get in return from them you will love and you will give but you will be sophist from him and the one who is sophist by god is the richest and most generous of all lovers your love will be by him for him and because of him that is the liberation of the self from servitude to any created thing and it is freedom that is happiness that is love and that's that's a really good point because you, I think you really know that you found your friends when you love them for the sake of Allah. Yeah. That's the purest form of love that you can give to anybody, mm -hmm. is loving someone for the sake of Allah. Because, you know, the people that you surround yourself with in this life, like, you want to end up with them in Jannah. Like, you do. And if they don't bring you closer to that goal, then I think it's really time 
to find new people if you're someone that doesn't bring yeah. others to that goal it's time to really reflect i think yeah. so um and in the end if they do things that you might you know that allah SWT does not really love um then you know and you've tried to advise them or whatever and they're just stuck on that path then maybe you should go and find people that you know agree with you and actually want to do their best to become friends with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala almost yeah. you know yeah so I yeah think so you can be here with them and in Jannah because yeah, that's a that's, that's a double the goal way. I mean that's that's the that's why we're here you know in yeah. this life so um I guess just to end it all off just uh don't be chasing a feeling yeah. I think now that I've realized that I did that for so long, like with friends. I think that's what we were talking about this I entire just, yeah, time. I just, yeah, couldn't put it into words, but don't chase the feeling of whatever you think someone is giving you yeah. as a friend, you know, really look for people who um, guide you closer to where you really need to go, yeah. to be, to end up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to give like a quick, I guess, overview of this entire thing. First of all, I think you need to self-reflect. See what what your um what's the word? What you define a friend to be as. What are your priorities? Yeah, what are your priorities? That's a good way to put it. Once you figure that out, don't necessarily cut people off because you should never cut people off. But you know, distance yourself from people that you realize don't fit into those priorities, I suppose, mm-hmm. and don't support you. Um, and don't and be that, scared. Yeah, don't be scared. I think just it, it, do is, it. it is scary, and it feels like you may end up yeah. lonely forever. But as Nike um, says, just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. We have a lot of quotes of the days today. Yeah, Nike, just do it, guys. Um, yeah, just uh, don't be afraid. You know, again, yeah. like like what Allah takes away from you, He gives you back better than you could have ever imagined. So, yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll have to do another episode on friends. Because I have a lot to like say now. There's a lot left to say, but yeah, just for but time's sake. It's kind of long. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. And Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for this listening. This was a good one, guys. <laughs> this was a good one. <laughs>